0: Guys, welcome to episode two of Hoops and Hatcheries. This is Fasika and I got my bro Oscar with me again. Oscar tell everyone how you doing. Yo, episode two. Appreciate the love of the first episode. Let's go, man. Yeah, so yeah, we definitely appreciate the support that we were given for the first episode. So we wanna make the second episode even bigger um and you know better. So we've got you know a lot of basketball news, football news to get through and you know the biggest news we gotta, you know, talk about is Obviously, the All Star Game, you know, the first our first episode, um, was released, you know, on All Star Sunday, and it was an mm-hmm. unbelievable, you know, um, game. And Oscar, like, tell me what you thought about the game and the the new format, and like, just what what did you make of it?
1: Um, I actually really loved the new format, especially the fourth quarter. It was so competitive. But in terms of, of course, the first first two quarters, I'd say it kind of felt like an All Star game a bit like relaxed laissez-faire people weren't really you know playing to their best and then like the the fourth quarter with the new it wasn't timed obviously they had to score 24 points um, from their uh, from their scores at the end of the third quarter I felt like that was so good yeah like it was you know I agree the first two quarters
0: it was a classic all-star game I mean a lot of fast break Mm -hmm. points a lot of you know dunks and alley oops, but you know even like the, the the third quarter it started to heat up. Even the fourth mm-hmm. quarter it was just just unbelievable. I mean the the defense that was being played. I mean like you saw the the two du- the the no not dunks the two blocks Giannis had. You know on LeBron and then AD. The one on LeBron, yeah. Oh my <laughs> goodness, it was just unbelievable and it was just it was just so you know refreshing to see. And then you know it was called the the Elam ending. That's the official mm-hmm. name for the new format. I mean you know the score reset after each quarter. Um, yep, and the two teams, Team and Team LeBron, they played for two different uh, charities, and each quarter mm-hmm. that um, either team won, uh, they won a hundred thousand dollars for uh, each for for their charity for their respective charity. Mm-hmm. So obviously there was a lot on the line there, and then when you got to the fourth quarter, as Oscar said, there was no timed ending, and the end result was basically the scores that the each team accumulated through the first three quarters. And Then you just add twenty four, obviously in honor of the great Colby Bryant. And the mm-hmm. winner that got the the team that got to that uh, accumulative score, they won the game. And as we yep. saw, it was an unbelievable ending. And you it know, was. Team LeBron won. And you know, we saw um, Joe Embiid talk about how he thought the game
1: shouldn't have ended on a free throw. Like we, we like, I probably, I think I agree with him. So, like, do you agree with him as well? I hundred percent agree with him. Like, you think about it. The fourth quarter is kind of like pickup basketball, and normally I, f- I feel like the format should be win by two normal shot. For, for example, you can't win by one point either because it's an all star game and it's kind of like a pickup format, and it shouldn't be you shouldn't win it at the free throw line. Like that fourth quarter was so good, and the ending was like very you know, it, it didn't match the it it didn't give the game it it didn't give the fourth quarter what it deserved. Considering yeah. like yeah. you had people taking charges, people arguing with the ref, <laughs> yeah, like it it was so fun to see, and then we're getting uh, it ends on the free throw, and the guy even missed one, like yeah, nah, I, I don't think it should end on a free throw.
0: Yeah, I mean it was, it was it was so exciting, and then it was just a it was a bit of an anti-climax when it just ends mm-hmm. on a free throw. I was like, come on, man, like exactly he, they gave us so much to enjoy. But, you know, like hopefully, you know, the the NBA, they saw, you know, people may have had, you know, a bit of complaint about that. Although the general mm-hmm. feedback about the All-Star game was obviously positive. But hopefully next season, would you want to see them continue with this
1: format? A hundred percent. They definitely should continue with this format. It worked well. It's good for the charities too, because normally oh, yeah, sure. when they play for the whole games, only one team wins, but at least th- this way, like, it looks like teams, different charities will be able to win, which is good. And also, I love, like, the coaching aspect of it because, like, it's tactical now. Like, if you win the first quarter, you might take out your starters, you know, put put other people back in. And then, like, even for the whole of the fourth quarter, I felt like, even though it was only 24 points, it was actually quite long. Oh, so, yeah. So, like, yeah, do sure. you, do you want your starters playing the four minutes, like, it adds a, a little bit of a coaching side to it. So... 100% that she keep the format but win by two no free throw
0: that, that would be the perfect that would be the perfect way for for, mm-hmm. for the all-star game and like as you said like we like bro like Trey Young and Luka Doncic two guys you know unbelievable offensive talents but the mm-hmm. defence is just not there and like no, as you saw they, they were basically kept out of the entire fourth quarter for mm-hmm. you know like you saw Kyle Lowry out there playing most of the fourth Chris quarter Paul. Chris Paul you know mm-hmm. and as you said like it, it kind of adds to the whole you know the coaching the coaching that's you know more
1: apparent in especially in this all-star game mhm yeah that that was great to see although like i saw people complaining that if you're voting for the starters they should be the ones you see in the fourth quarter but I was happy. Yeah. Chris Paul was played amazing. I felt like Not the strong. whole All Star game. You ha- had him catching alley oops at what thirty <laughs> yeah. five. He's never caught alley oop ever. I was like, you played in the Clippers with DeAndre Jordan, and it was lob city. You were the one throwing the lobs. You never caught any. Yeah, and it was crazy. <laughs> to yeah. see he had the hops to actually get up there. I was like, wow, this guy can actually. Well, I suppose he said that like, the pass was perfect, and you know, but nah, it was great to see. And Carl Murray uh, taking charges. And you got just just being a dog on defense, doing what Kyle Lurie does, it it was so good to see. So, I'm actually I don't feel bad that all the, all the starters did not play the fourth. If I'm honest,
0: yeah, no, I mean, like, plus they had like they had something riding on there. I mean, it was for it was for two, it was for charities. So they didn't mm-hmm. want to just like you know just appease the fans and just play exactly. Trey Young and Luca and just you know see more offensive basketball. I mean, they had something, they had something to risk. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it made, it made sense that they played like, you know, the old reliables. You know what I mean? You can't go wrong with CP3. 100%. And, you know, apart from the All-Star game, you know, the day before we saw Mm -hmm. uh, the skills challenge and we saw, you know, the dunk contest and the three point contest. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the skills challenge, um, that was won by... Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo. I just completely forgot And we both got that wrong when we
1: predicted that... I did not see that coming. So nice. who did you pick? I picked Spencer Dinwiddie because he won it in 2018. Yes. I thought he's gonna come back and win it again, but I was wrong. Then
0: I picked I picked Tatum. You know, same reason because he won it last year. <laughs> but I, he was I think he was bouncing like the first like the first round really. Yeah. That I, was like, surprising. That was that was a bit mad. You know, I I was not expecting that. But you know, bam. You know, deservedly won. And, you know, mm-hmm. we saw his Miami Heat teammate, Derrick Jones yep. Jr., in the dunk mm-hmm. contest, you know. Maybe a bit controversially, but, you know, he won the dunk contest mm-hmm. to the... Um, against, you know, in the in the final round against Aaron Gordon, who's mm-hmm. basically a legend of the dunk contest. So, 100%. I would ask you, do you
1: think Aaron Gordon was robbed? Of course he was robbed. Of course, <laughs> of course he was robbed. And you know he was robbed by... Oh, Dwayne yeah, Wade yeah. who obviously we all know Dwayne Wade's Miami Heat affiliations he retired there of he won a couple of rings there and even on commentary you heard he was supporting this boy but I'm sorry Aaron Gordon got robbed and I kind of feel bad for him because oh, some people are, some people argue that he beat Zach Levine a couple of years ago like that's a bit arguable but at least if Zach, Le- Zach Levine winning isn't so scandalous yeah, yeah but Derek Jones Jr. winning. Don't get me wrong. Derek, Derek Jones has got hops, but his dunks are very repetitive. All in between the legs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They were all the like, same. <laughs> they were all the same exactly, of dunk. Exactly. Some they were just done differently. Like, I I don't know how the guy can dunk over Taco Four. He's like seven five, seven seven, seven and five. not win. Yeah, I don't win. What? Nah, he he got done dirty and. Afterwards he kinda of said he's never gonna compete again and I feel bad because I can't blame him, like he's been robbed. Yeah. So yeah, and no, that that would that wasn't that wasn't right. I mean, like like you said, you know, when with the legendary two thousand sixteen dunk
0: contest, no not 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 many people said, you know, he was robbed, you know, like Zach Levine won, but you're not gonna say, Oh, Zach Levine didn't deserve to win. I mean, he put on an amazing performance, right? Mm-hmm. It's just that we felt that Aaron Gordon just did more to win, mm-hmm. but this one, I mean, like people, the the people, what people criticize the the dunk contest for, especially in recent years, is oh, it's all the same. There's no creativity. I mean, blah 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 blah. Evan Aaron Gordon goes out like he doesn't have to do this. He goes out of his nope. way. He wants to entertain the fans. Evan, mm-hmm. he comes up with really special creative dunks. And then he just gets screwed. I mean, it's just not fair. Like I, I watched his interview after and I, I c can't, I can't blame this guy at all. I mean, like, what's the point? You're going out of your way to really do these elaborate dunks. You're you're putting actual thought into them, you're putting mm-hmm. actual effort into it, and you're not getting rewarded. So like what's the point? And, like the way in I love that guy, but my goodness. I mean you saw you saw when <laughs> when, when the when the
1: scores came in, this man knew. He knew he yeah, just he screwed on my recorded. Exactly. That meme, um, I don't know if I can use it because I feel so bad for Aaron Corden, but it is funny of oh, him just looking out. But <laughs> yeah, I uh, thought yeah, I do like, obviously, we all love Dwayne Wade. He's a legend of the game, but he did us dirty, man. He did us dirty. So I, so let me ask you this Do you feel like, so I saw someone say on Twitter that all the judges, because I'm not going to lie, the judging in general in dunk contests in history has been poor. Yeah. And they shouldn't yeah. have any team affiliations with the people dunking. So I saw that on Twitter. So what do you think about that?
0: I mean, it's a it's a good, it's a great idea, I think, because you know this one obviously you know credit to Derek Jones Jr. But when you have someone like Dwayne Wade there, and then the the outrage it caused, and <laughs> when you've had trouble when the when the NBA had trouble, you know, attracting that. Aaron Gould's not a star, but you know he's a star dunker. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you've had mm-hmm. trouble attracting like big names, you know, great dunkers mm-hmm. or either great dunkers or, you know, big stars in the NBA. Mm-hmm. When you've had trouble doing that and then one of your star dunkers says he's never gonna dunk again, I mean there's gotta be there's gotta be a change there. And I mean there was this obviously I think I don't remember which year it was, but that iconic, you know, photo of um Kobe, Dr. J, Dominique, mm-hmm. Michael and um I don't remember the fifth guy. Oh, Vince Carter. Vince, yeah. They were all judges, and I mean, like, what what kind of a star-studded lineup is that? Obviously, exactly. all five, you know, former dunk um, judges, and it doesn't have to be those five every time, obviously. But I think it would do the dunk contest a lot of good, because I mean, I like Chadwick Boseman. I, I love Black Panther. Right, I watched yeah, it maybe twice.
1: Course. But of course. Uh, does, does he need to be a judge I mean come on, no like he somehow he's involved in every dunk contest like I'm sure yes, he's bored it? of do, doing the Wakanda every <laughs> <laughs> every year
0: like yeah, sure. I, I, feel, I feel sorry for him I feel sorry he's so a, do I real, he's had like I don't know three maybe three four movie sets of Black Panther yeah I mean it was just such an iconic movie
1: <laughs> he's stuck with it for life for life he is he's, he's never going to get rid of that never and, unless unless he like he, he changes it in the second movie but Nah, he's he's got to do that Wakanda sign everywhere he goes. Right, <laughs> and you know, obviously, we
0: talked about those two contests, and you know, the three point contest. Mm-hmm. Very you're, you're gonna have to remind me who won again. I keep forgetting. Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill. Who I predicted Hild. on Hild.
1: episode one. You got it right. I I have, I, I, have,
0: I have to cut for you. You got you got it right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank got you. It, you, got thank you.
1: It right. Yeah, no, it was it came down to his last money ball, literally, like De- Devin Booker, who's a previous yes. um, winner. Yeah, he he pushed him to the edge. Burton's had a great first round, like so. It was it was actually a very entertaining three point contest. I'm not gonna lie. Trey Young was bricking though. That's the only disappointment. Since he
0: he was my pick. Uh, uh, I went all for two in the in the in the challenges for <laughs> All Star
1: games. Yeah, no. Um, I'm happy for Buddy Hill and it was it was fun. Like him him and Devin Booker. They looked like Devin Booker looked happy for him because Devin Booker's got one at home anyway. So yeah. I mean I,
0: the love. The, I saw you know the last round I think Booker got 26 and obviously mm-hmm. you know if Buddy had to you know <laughs> he had to get 27 and he mm-hmm. got 27 and you know it was a yeah it was a great you know exciting finish to, to the three point to the three point mm-hmm. contest yep. so you know we talked about Trey Young he was bricking yes. in the you know in the three point contest but point he, contest. he certainly wasn't bricking last night 50 nope, point he game was not against the Miami Heat. Give me give, wow. give me give
1: me your thoughts on, on that performance. Like it's against the Miami Heat, it's not like he did it to the Golden State Warriors at the moment. Yeah. Actually, they're not even that bad at the moment. With Draymond Green and we that's that's I'm I'm waffling. But um <laughs> <laughs> like he did it like on Jimmy Butler and Andre Gidala, like these are top top perimeter defenders this guy is something else at like 21 years old he's only the fourth fourth young. I believe he's in the, he's the fourth youngest ever 40 point scorer so it's like um, the guy's so special like, Atlanta needs to fix up or he's gone that's
0: what I'm thinking like I I was I was thinking to myself I don't want Trey Young to become the Eastern Conference version of Devin Booker a guy who's just you know an unbelievable talent an unbelievable mm-hmm. scorer but his front office and 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 his club they just don't put the necessary pieces around him and maybe you know we're being too harsh on atlanta because you know we've heard the stories about robert Sava who's the owner of the phoenix suns mm-hmm. and some of his antics i mean he once i remember on the jump he once brought like a, a goat into the office of james jones who's now the gm and he just he's just a bit of a weird guy in general <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how that happens in in the NBA, but you know, do I. at least with Atlanta, I mean, you know, they've got really good young players around Trey. I mean, they've got two rookies right now. You know, DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish. You know, Cam they're, Reddish. They're yeah. still young. They still got to improve. Mm-hmm. But you know, we saw you know Clint Capella. He hasn't made yep. his debut yet, obviously. But no. they got him now, and that's another. That's a big piece. And it's a great piece. They're gonna get another lottery pick, another they one. Are. I was <laughs> just checking out obviously in the NBA draft now three teams the top three teams in the draft um, have a 14% chance of mm-hmm. getting the number one pick and Atlanta yeah. Atlanta sit third so the Golden State Warriors mm-hmm. sit first the Cavs sit second and the Hawks sit third in the mock draft and do you know who they're projected to pick in the third in the third spot Lamelebo yeah correct correct I mean that's wow. obviously we would never really you know, it's not it's not gonna work. How can you have Lamelo Ball and Trey Young on the same team? But yeah. it's it's a star name. I mean, there's obviously other. They're good. They're probably gonna go for. A, they're not gonna go for a point guard, obviously. But nah, I they, mean, they need one. another lottery pick. I mean, you you can't it
1: can't it can't hurt at all. It can't hurt at all. Uh, yeah, they they are doing some good things like over there, but. Trey Young seems the type of guy he's not going to take this losing very long no no, he's not even he said it when he was at, on first take with yeah. Max and Stephen A and it's only in his second season he's talking about I can't take this much longer and fair enough the guy's almost averaging 30 points 10 assists in his second season in NBA fourth youngest player ever at 21 to get 50 points boy the guy's a bucket and you so, know
0: yeah um, he's got Eleven he's got um since the NBA ABA merger, mm-hmm. he's got eleven, as you said, eleven forty point games. Oh my god. As you said that's more than Shaq, who's got five, and that's mm-hmm. more than Michael Jordan, who's got seven. Exactly. I mean he's got you know, this season he's got 28 30 point games. My he's god. He's got nine forty point games. Mm-hmm. And obviously he scored 50 he, he scored fifty the other night. I mean mm-hmm. and it's not like he's it's not like he's doing it. In you know in inefficient inefficiently, I mean, no, nope. he's you know shooting forty four percent from the field. I mean that's mm-hmm. a, that's a that's a decent average. I'm, I'm sure that's I think that's like league average, and thirty seven percent from the three point line. You know, just mm-hmm. a little bit higher than average. But you yeah. know, with the shots he takes, with like the way you know the the outrageousness of the shots he takes, mm-hmm. and just the the sheer amount of shots he takes, mm-hmm. it's it's a good. It's it's probably a better average then for like a regular person who
1: may take like 14 shots a game which yeah, is exactly. which is just craziness considering he doesn't take his threes from a three-point line huh. this, this guy's shooting from the parking lot and he's still making them at a good percentage like he, yeah he, his um three percentage it doesn't scare me at all he's 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 doing well in every aspect when we're looking
0: at um trey young we're looking at his comp when he was first joining the nba and that was steph curry you know he's yeah. he only played in about three games this season. You know had mm-hmm. his broken hand. Yep. You know Steve Kerr said that he's gonna be back. He's he's mm-hmm. he's already back in. He's already back in training. Like yeah, and obviously there's been questions whether he should come back. Is there any point the the mm-hmm. Golden are the worst team in the league? But like <laughs> yeah. I, I, where, where, I I need to know where you stand
1: on it to be honest with you. I'm kind of in between. So like, if we look at it subjectively. The Golden State, they've just moved to a new arena. They want to sell tickets. The, the people have bought season Imagine buying season tickets to the Golden State Warriors, thinking, oh, I'm going to see D'Angelo Russell and Seth Curry. <laughs> yeah. And then you're seeing G League guys. Oh, like goodness. So I can understand if they want to do it for their fans and to make some like ticket revenue. But as an NBA fan, please, please, please just rest him. Let's Let's reset. Even if you if lot you sit Draymond and Wiggins, I don't mind. You lot are crap anyway. Yeah. Like you're the West team in the NBA. Sit your guys. Let's come back next year. We've got Killer Clay coming back. We've got the Splash Brothers coming back. We've got Stephen Curry coming back healthy. And yeah, we go from there. Because if you play him and he gets injured, that's so unforgivable. Because if somehow mm. next season we have no Curry, then what? We need, obviously the West is really competitive, but we need the Warriors back. And with Curry and Clay healthy, they're definitely title contenders. Yeah,
0: I mean, I I have to agree with you. I mean,
1: you mm-hmm. know, obviously Golden State fans would probably,
0: you know, so I mean, maybe some Golden State fans differ. They want to see, you know, Curry for for the, you know, for the 20, 25 games that's um, going to be left for him to play. Mm-hmm. But if you think about the big scheme of things for like for Golden State, I mean, if you like, it doesn't really make sense to play him. I mean, you're not going to be in the playoffs. You mm-hmm. run the risk of him getting injured again. I mean, you never know. You never know when someone's going to get injured. Plus, exactly, you run the risk of ruining your transfer. I mean, you're going to, you're going to be in the lottery anyways, but you yeah. run the risk of, you know, ruining your chance of getting a, a top three pick. I mean, they're mm-hmm. already the worst team in the league. Obviously, that doesn't guarantee them the number one pick, but it gives them a very, mm-hmm. very good chance of getting a top three pick. So yeah. I mean, I, I I would not I would not play Curry. I would you know they already said Clay is done for the season, and mm-hmm. even though Curry is you know healthy, he's all healed up. Yeah. I w- I would I would sit him, and the same thing with Draymond. I mean, they've just let him been they're just getting smacked
1: around every single night by himself. It's just a bit sad. I do feel sorry for him, especially because of Draymond's mentality. That like mm. the guy's a winner, and he's probably looking around at the guys like guys around him like, I have no help, so. I feel sorry for Draymond as well. I feel like they should sit him too. Wiggins too, to be honest, because Wiggins, Wiggins is going to be the starting small forward next year. So no, that, that's a good four if you think about it. Wiggins, Draymond, Curry, and Clay—that's respectable, to be fair. It's, it's so, a it's a
0: very good four. Mhm. And so I feel yeah. like they should rest him. And you know, if they do, you know, they are predicted to get James Wiseman. Mm-hmm. You know who is the center? Center from I mean, he left the university of mm-hmm. memphis there was a bit of controversy there but um you know he's 7-1 around 250 mad skills and he is yeah. you know the consensus really number one pick as of right now i mean things can change mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he can give them the size that they yeah. haven't really had or at, at the center position since i don't even know well, Andrew mcgee Bogut. mcgee Bogut. Yeah. yeah and he's yeah. obviously better than those guys no disrespect but nah. that would be that would be a crazy five. I mean, I, I'm not too sure about their about their depth and their bench. Nah, it's,
1: it's really not there.
0: Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it might be G League guys again, really. Yeah, exactly. And maybe some maybe like some vet minimums. They can they can they can muster up. But if they have him and they have Curry and Clayback and Wiggins, I mean, do you think Wiggins mm-hmm. will stay? Like, do you think they will they will, they will keep him? Because
1: that's still a question. I don't know because he's on he's on a lot of money, you know. That's so not, that's it's on like twenty like twenty seven million or something. Exactly for Andrew Wiggins, like <laughs> I'm I I don't know how how I don't know what, what their plans are with him because I heard that they wanna like see if like Draymond and those guys can put a winning mentality into him because the thing about Wiggins is a player in there, but he's so bad at times. It's so yeah. confusing. So if you think about it. The, the the Curry, Curry, Clay, and then it was um Harrison Barnes and Draymond Green. That's a, they won the championship. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm not saying like um, Wiggins is going to be their Harrison Barnes, but if they can get a little bit of scoring out of him. But the thing is, again, he's not an amazing shooter. So it's it's difficult. So I don't know what they would do because I reckon they could get at least two, three pieces for the amount of money he's on that will give them at the depth that they really need. Yeah. Even if it's another guard, and then you can slide Clay Thompson down to small forward, and he's 6'7", he's got the size, he's a great defender, he, yeah, he, he can he, guard he, small forwards. He, yeah, he can, he can. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I can't tell you whether they'll keep it. Me personally, I think I'd trade him, because I don't trust him. For almost 30 million a year, I think he can get a lot better than that. I mean, you know that's that's what people
0: think, and then you know Draymond a couple of days ago, you know, came out and spoke to reporters after practice, and he said that he thinks Wiggins can be an all defensive, you know, you know first team player. He said that you know like, I don't I don't know why there's like so much disrespect about this guy. I mean, he's consistently scored twenty points per game in this league. Like he's not a bum, and I mean he's right about that, but it's just because of the expectations that everyone had on him, like when he first mm-hmm. joined the league and. Number he's one pick, number one pick, bro, and he's just not fulfilled those those expectations whatsoever. Even though he's he's had you know decent seasons, I mean he puts up good numbers and all that stuff, but he, he through his six years with with the Timberwolves, apart from mm-hmm. one season with Jimmy Butler, you know him and you know you got you got you got um put character as death. well. Like it's mm-hmm. both their they're they were supposed to be the the two main guys for the franchise. And that franchise has not has has just not
1: improved. I mean they got D now it but really hasn't. I mean yeah, who, they, who knows who it knows it really how to work out. But I, I'm looking forward to them now with D and Kat. Even like Malik Beast he's been balling out too. Oh so yeah, he has. I'm looking forward to them. But yeah, what you're saying is right. They haven't really like their their projects of getting the two good picks didn't really work. They even had Zach Levine in there. I know they traded him to get Jimmy, but yeah, you know. Like, um, yeah, nah, it hasn't, it hasn't really worked out. So they've only been a playoff team, I believe, once or twice. Once? once? Yeah, just once, bro. Uh, yeah, and they got dusted by the the Houston Rockets. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh it's it's interesting. Like I am looking forward to seeing them with uh, D'Lo and Cat. But you're right, they, they ha- I can't believe you said Wiggins has been in the years in, in the league for six years. I know, it's mad. Twenty fourteen draft.
0: No wait, twenty fifteen. Twenty thirteen, didn't it? No, twenty. Wait. 2015, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. 2015 draft, yeah. 2014 was Anthony Bennett, yeah. 2015, he's been in the league five years. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and you know, Cat um, is actually injured right now. You know, he's out, yes. for, out for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So now Dilo's out there by himself. And yep. another player that's injured right now, Kyrie Irving. He's out Must indefinitely with a, mm-hmm. with a shoulder injury. It's, it's been mm-hmm. his shoulder that, his right shoulder's been bothering him, you know, almost all season. And, mm-hmm. you know, Sean Marks, the the GM for the Brooklyn Nets, did say he's going to see a specialist. He's out indefinitely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people say it's a good or a bad. It's, it can be a good and a bad thing for the Nets. But, you know, I see this kind of as a concerning thing because you have Kyrie yeah. Irving, who's played 20 games this season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He has his injury passed. I mean, you know, last year and the year before that, he's suffered with knee injuries and mm-hmm. then he had um, a knee infection the year uh, Boston went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. And then, you know, he got over that and you thought, okay, he's finally going to be back. But then he had another knee injury this this season. He was only at five games with it. And then he's got the right shoulder injury, which has been harming him all all, all season. Mm-hmm. And when you have KD coming back from an Achilles injury, I mean, yep. you've got two guys who have a, a dangerous injury pass. A dangerous yep. injury pass. So, like, do you think do you think Nets fans are as happy right now as the day they
1: um they found out that they signed KD and Kyrie? Of course not. And I feel like it, it was always a risk because if you look at Kyrie Irving's injury record, it's not great. So there was always a risk with that. And you're signing uh um KD after a huge like Achilles injury. So of course, like the hype's kind of wear down now, and they're... Uh, so, yeah, they, they're definitely not as happy as they were because there's even, like, a consensus going around that they are better with um, better without Kyrie, with, like, Spencer Dinwiddie running yeah. the show. So, I don't know. I really don't know how they feel. But in terms of the whole injury thing, again, let him rest. Let's see what him and Durant can't do when they come back. But I am a little concerned for Brooklyn, I'm not going to lie. And you never know, like... <laughs> New York might end up... the Knicks, they might end up coming out on top by avoiding these two. Could you imagine? imagine? And But the Knicks fans, they're deluded. They think they're going to get Giannis, but anyway, that's <laughs> a story, story from a different day. Good, gracious. But, um, yeah, Kyrie, he's not really... Like, even on, on the Cavs, he's had a few injury problems, so let's hope he, he can catch a break. And, like, we don't want him to become a D-Rose. Oh man, no,
0: we can't have that again,
1: man. No, we can't. So, um, the thing about the Nets is that they—they're they're a playoff team anyway. But and don't get me wrong, you can argue that they're a better team without Kyrie on the court. But Kyrie Evans' X factor—he's a uh, clutch shooter. Let me close out the game. Like some people say, he scored the biggest shot in basketball history. So yes, yeah, definitely one off. But you—you know, you, you, got to give him respect. You gotta give him a bit of respect,
0: but you know when you look at you look at the record with him on the Nets, they're eight and twelve when they when they when Kyrie was on the court, and mm-hmm. when you look at him when he was off the court, I mean, they had you know they had a bad spell, like a really bad spell of form, but then they bounced back. They were beating good teams, you know. They 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 stopped the Raptors, you know, 15, mm-hmm. 15 game winning streak. I mean, that was a franchise yep. record. They stopped that, you know, that was. I think that... Was that with, with or without Kyrie? I'm not too sure. But, you know, they had good form without Kyrie. They played the, ma- the majority of the season without Kyrie and will yeah. play the majority mm-hmm. of the season without Kyrie. As you said, they're going to be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's because they're, they're, they're a really good team or because the teams below them are just pure trash. I mean, the amount of garbage in the Eastern Conference, Oscar. <laughs> I mean, you got it's, it's the Detroit Pistons. Like, you got the flipping... I mean, I'll say... The, the Atlanta Hawks but I'm going to take Trey Young out of that equation
1: yeah you can't put him in that There's I can't put him in you that you've got the New York yeah.
0: Knicks you've got the Charlotte Hornets the Chicago Bulls I'll put I'll put Zach Levine on the side because he, he's, he's, he's such a good player and yeah. the Cleveland Cavaliers everybody can be in that conversation I mean yeah <laughs> I mean like what is going and even the Orlando Magic I mean they're going to be they're going to be a playoff team they're going to get that yeah. A spot
1: were Playoff team last year as well. Is there, is there any point, really, to be honest with you? No, like oh my goodness. somehow they, they stole a game against the Raptors last yeah. year. Like, <laughs> the uh, game it was, was, it was it, actually game one. I game one, one yeah. One. DJ Augustine, DJ was Augustine, like freak. <laughs> How is DJ Augustine your closer in the playoffs? <laughs> what on earth is going on? Whoa. But yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, they're in the playoffs because the East sucks. That's the honest truth. But We'll see. We'll see what happens with the Brooklyn, the whole pro, the, the KD and Kyrie project. Because this is a year of them. Them gone. Like this season. Yeah. You so can't gosh. really count it. So we're gonna see when they come back how how it's gonna go. But now you know there's big like there's
0: big pressure on them now that obviously this season was kind of looked at anyways as you know let's just see how good we can do. But this mm-hmm. isn't this isn't gonna be uh, a test to see how. Good, we really are because we don't have Kevin. We don't have Kevin Durant on the KD, court. Yeah. But now that mm-hmm. this season really is officially a wash, now that Kyrie's not going to be there, mm-hmm. it's going to end. It's not. Like, it's not like when they come back, or oh, they're the automatic favorites. Because I don't think they are. Like, if the if the Bucks manage to keep, you know, Giannis, and you know, sign him to the Supermax you know, his contract mm-hmm. come. His contract is up in twenty twenty one. Yeah. If they manage to keep him and they keep the squad that they have right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I feel like they they are gonna be the favourites for like for his prime, like however yeah. long Giannis is there. Mm-hmm. And you've got Philadelphia, you know, who knows what's gonna happen with Simmons and Embiid. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but you've got the Raptors, Boston yeah. are, are are a young team. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got the pace. I mean like it's not gonna to be tough. Just because they're in the Eastern Conference, it doesn't mean it's gonna be easy for them. It's gonna to be tough. Like, do you think when say they are fully healthy? Do you
1: think they could, you know, make the NBA finals? Um. Yes, yes, and no. of course, like they can, because I think you can argue that KD is the best player on in the East when healthy. Like, he he's uh, better than him if he's fully healthy. uh you I can maybe argue Giannis, but it's definitely between pro- those two. Yeah. So and like Le- 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 Lebron got got to the finals in that conference by myself I know it's a lot like tougher now, but they can whether they will is different because as you said like the, the that's the thing they've got the good teams in the east are good but like like the top six seven are decent, but the rest is horrible yeah <laughs> so like as long as they get into the playoffs then in the in the playoff series anything can happen and kd he does turn up in the playoffs. Apart from when he plays for OKC against the Golden State. The oh. Snake. No, it's just, it just was not good, was it? Not at all. That game, that game six, I'll never forget. Yeah, but, we, um, yeah. Yeah, nah. Um, but again, yeah, they're not favourites with, with the Bucks. Because they'll be stupid not to sign Giannis. So, yeah, they, they're not the favourites. And you know we he
0: as I said Giannis's contract is up in 2021 and he did speak about you know him joining up with his brothers and whether that's in Milwaukee or LA you know mm-hmm. since you know his younger brother Costas Antetokounmpo is in is playing for the Los Angeles Lakers obviously yep. he's he's playing he's he's contract to them but he's not getting no minutes not but at all. could you see I mean I don't think that's gonna happen I think Giannis is gonna spend. His his maybe not maybe I don't know about the rest of his career but I know I think he will spend his prime
1: with with the Bucks mm-hmm. like I I what do you, what do you think about that Yeah I agree unless unless the Bucks sign him and then there's some crazy trade that hap- trade that happens but um yeah I feel like him want to play with his brothers it, it's it's a nice story tell it's like it's a nice nice dream but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> realistically yeah, yeah, yeah. like you yeah, they're, and they're not really uh, like that great, if I'm being honest. Yeah, we so, we we have to be truthful about that. I mean, Thanasis, uh,
0: Thanasis, is there because he he's there to he's there to make Yanis happy in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm, that's yeah,
1: that's that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's kind of like when um when Chelsea signed Thorgan Hazard as well as Eden Hazard. Just keep 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 the younger brother, keep the other brother there. and keep Killian. The we can't forget. Yeah, about and Killian Hazard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um. Yeah, nah, it's not gonna work. Like, oh, it, well, if it, if he wants it, like, he's got to expect to not win any ring, unless unless if if he's if he says he wants to be on the team with his brothers, his brothers are coming off the bench as like in like, like a ten man rotation. Then yeah, maybe if the rest of your starting lineup is good. But in terms of all three of them starting, first of all, that's horrible spacing. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Then, yeah. Yeah, awful spacing, and then. Yeah, you're not gonna win nothing with, with the other two.
0: I mean, yeah, I think I think he knows that, you know, if they do end up on the same team together, it's not gonna be some sort of Lavar, you know, all three are gonna start and win Enough. a championship with the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean Giannis, is he he he's he, he knows he he's aware. Of, you know I'm sure you know he thinks his brothers are obviously good at basketball I mean they' they're in the mm-hmm. NBA you know we can't yeah. we can't you know default that and just say they're crap. Mm-hmm. they're in the NBA they're obviously good but mm-hmm. to the like starter level is it that's a different
1: conversation too much yeah they're they're, they're not in that before we move on would so what do you think about this narrative of Kyrie not being a number one option
0: I mean I gotta agree with it I, I like I, Kyrie is a great player you know mm-hmm. Hall of famer everything you know champion but you I don't think you, you I don't think you can win a championship with him if he's your main guy like with that when when you when you are a number one option mm-hmm. I mean you have to have a certain type of leadership and obviously there's a lot of a lot has been talked about Kyrie's leadership but and mm-hmm. I think his his personality and he he seems you know a bit abrasive i I don't think that's the type of personality that you need to be, especially in this modern, in, in this modern day NBA. Mm-hmm. You need to be a, a leader on a championship team. Like, look at Steph. You, you, just look at Steph. He's, he's always, you know, he's always happy. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he just, he seems, he, he just loves the game. Is you can see his happiness when he's on the court. I mean, he's on the court when he's, he's on the bench when his team, who mm-hmm. full of G leaguers. Yeah, he's he's there. You know, mm-hmm. standing up cheering for them. I mean, last season we didn't. Kyrie didn't even. No, not last season. Two years ago, when mm-hmm. they were, um, when Boston were in the, you know, in the playoffs. Some nights he wasn't even there in the stadium. I know. Like he was just. I don't know where he was. Maybe rehabbing or something. But mm-hmm. sometimes you have to. You not even sometimes when you're the leader, you have to make that. You have to make sacrifice. that effort. You have to make that sacrifice. Yeah. You need to be mm-hmm. there for your guys and, Kyrie. Is a def- he's a definitely number two on a championship team. I mean, we saw that with LeBron. LeBron, and yeah. He can definitely be the number two, you know, with, with KD, KD, especially with their relationship and you know mm-hmm. their their yeah. best friends, all that. But number one, I I don't think I don't think he's. I mean, it's not like he has to be. I mean, he's got KD
1: there. It's not like KD's yeah, not it's there. true. So like, I mean, do you agree with me? Like, what what do you think about that? I I do kind of agree with you, although like I don't really want to because I'm a massive fan of Kyrie. Yeah. Like. I love watching his game. In terms of the ball handling, can score from anywhere on the court. He's probably the best at finishing at the rim. And yeah, I do love I love a bit of Kyrie. And clutch moments he's always gonna turn out. But I kind of have to agree with you, especially when you look at because he left LeBron in Cleveland and be like, Yeah, I wanna get my own team You got your own team and they had good pieces. You got your own team with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and you still did not like fair enough you are injured but you were not there for them and even the second season you were horrible against the bucks in the playoffs oh so terrible we we cannot forgive Kyrie for that but so what do you think about him becoming going into the like the, you know the players association and becoming like a leader in that because um on first take uh Stephen a was basically saying that that's fair enough but you can't really if you're not you're not you're not even leading your team on the court, but you wanna be doing stuff for the NBA outside of basketball. So
0: Yeah, I mean that is a difficult one. I mean, it's it kinda mm-hmm. goes against, you know, maybe you know the narrative that's been mm-hmm. painted around Kyrie, you know, as a as a you know, as a bad leader. But, you know, I, I mean, he took on he took on the role. I mean, he didn't have to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think I think he'll do a good job. I mean, it's just you're dealing with, you know, the the NBA and I, I think I think he'll do a good job there. I mean it's not like So do I. It's not like he's you know, he has to <clears throat> talk to the reporters about it every single day, like he's in practice mm-hmm. and then, you know, his words can be taken out of context or, you know, he might put his, his foot in his mouth sometimes. I think mean, yeah. if he's just there talking to the brass, talking to Adam Silver who obviously is a is a a, a, a huge advocate of player power as we've seen, you know, <laughs> this decade. I mean, yeah. I think, I think he, I think he would do a good job for the for the Players Association.
1: Yeah, I, I think so too. So, people need to cut him some slack. Yeah, they do need to cut him some slack. And
0: you know, we, let, let's move on to the football because you know mm-hmm. there was, you know, Champions League, yes. um, this past week, and mm-hmm. you know we can start off with the first
1: game the uh, Borussia Dortmund versus Paris Saint Germain. I mean, this guy. This 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 kid. I can call him a kid because I'm older than him. We're this, both older than him. It's kind of mad. It uh, makes you feel Asian. Like, but this guy just can't stop scoring. The guy swallows goals. Like it doesn't make it. Doesn't, like ah, uh, it doesn't make sense. Especially that second goal. Oh, did you did you hear it? Please tell me you heard I it. I heard it. It, it. it sounded like <sighs> I don't. It sounded met It was metal. Like oh someone smacked gosh. metal. It, yeah, it, it, it will sound it was so... Like, I, I replayed that goal about 70 times just oh. to hear the sound. But, yeah, nah. He's not going to be in Dortmund much longer. But Erling Haaland is the real deal. That is his name,
0: everyone. Erling Haaland, he signed for Bristol Dortmund um, mm-hmm. just, just last month in the January transfer yeah. window from Red Bull Salzburg. And he's just made an incredible impact. I mean, he's got, I think, 12 goals in eight games... Mm-hmm. Uh, his goal to game ratio I don't know it but it's mad it's I mean he's, how many of these games he started about two or three games something mm-hmm. like that and you know he hit his 40th goal of the season um, today isn't it today yeah and it's and we're, February. We're in February
1: and he's a teenager and he's okay. a
0: teenager yeah and like, like you said I mean he's not going to be sadly he's not going to be in Dortmund for long uh, I give him max I, I give him about I'm, I'm struggling to say three years. I'm
1: going to give him two years. Yeah, because I think Sancho's gone this summer. Yeah, So Sancho's gone this summer. I agree. Um. Hopefully not to Liverpool, but... Uh, I
0: mean, you look at it, I mean, he's not going to go to Manchester United, is he? I mean, <laughs> let, let me try and be as as unbiased as I can, as I can but... I, I think it's Chelsea or Liverpool, if I'm being honest. That That's what I see, but... I, I obviously in terms of England I mean I don't know you know he might go to I'm pretty you know Barcelona may be interested in him Real Madrid yeah whatever but if you look at England I mean Chelsea they did they did sign you know Hakim Zayak this, mm-hmm. this season he will come Baller. this summer Baller. Baller. I know you wanted I know you wanted him for Arsenal <sighs> I know got you it. wanted
1: him gutted
0: but now Chelsea got him and mm-hmm. you know they do have Callum Hudson-Odoi they yep. still have you know Christian Pulisic has been out for like like a month. They still got Tammy, mm-hmm. they got you know the the Mason absolute Mount. Mason Mount. They got the world beaters Pedro and Willian on either side.
1: <laughs> you know
0: they got them too. Yeah, exactly. But you know shout out
1: Jordan, shout out Jordan, shout out Jordan, Joshua, Marco Alonso, and that. Uh number three. Yep.
0: But um, you know I do see, and you know he was a he was a Chelsea fan when he was younger, mm-hmm. so I definitely do see you know sancho coming to chelsea and I, I i see that more than him coming to liverpool i mean i've had this conversation a lot of times yeah we've had it yeah like i do feel like i think sancho because i i do like liverpool are gonna get verna that like, i just i can just feel it in my bones. yeah we're gonna get verna i mean he said mm-hmm. today after he you know leipzig his team won five no today and <coughs> he said liverpool are the best team in the world i can definitely yeah. see myself you know playing in that system i'm just like wow mm-hmm. you, you, you he's he's obviously coming and yeah, exactly. I don't think it would really make sense to buy Sancho. Like, that's going to be a hundred million. Mm-hmm. It's not like we need somebody nah, like there to start. I mean, we've got Salah, we've got Mane. So Mane. for yeah. me, for me, it doesn't make sense. And mm-hmm. you know, they did beat Paris Saint Germain two one. Neymar, yes. scored the goal for um, mm-hmm. PSG. And you know, PSG. Neymar's had a lot of slack lately. You know, mm-hmm. whether that be his injury, his attitude you know mm-hmm. the fact that it's not you know really his team you know it's Kylian Mbappe's team yeah what what do
1: you think the perception of Neymar should be uh it should be the third best player in the world in my opinion and yeah i can sort of understand like he's always going to have a little taint on his career because Barca to PSG it's a bit of a downgrade if we're being honest you're like you're going to a league where you're going to win the you're going to win the league every season like, it all depends on, like, the league and the Cups in France we don't care about. It's the Champions League. Yeah. Like, that's the PSG product that's there with Mbappe and, and Neymar, who are the most expensive players ever, the two of them. So, um this perception, obviously, the guy can play football. The guy's amazing to watch. But it turns out, I feel like people are going to taint him because of his winning. But we need to see... We need to see what happens in the Champions League. Cause to be fair, against Man United, he wasn't he wasn't fit when yeah. Man United beat them. So, and I believe in the other leg against Real Madrid, a couple of years ago, he wasn't fit either, or he didn't play the second game, something like that. So, he hasn't really. This is his first knockout game with them, I believe. What did he play? I think he played the first game against Real Madrid yeah. under Unai Emery. But so. Um, and he scored, although Mbappe did all the work and he just got <laughs> yeah, a tap yeah, in tapping. Yeah. <laughs> but um he scored. So let's let's see if, if if they come back um in Paris. Yeah, so you know that's the second leg is on the eleventh
0: of March in Paris and um mm-hmm. one of the other games,
1: Tottenham versus like. Whoa, 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 whoa. There was what? another there was another game on Tuesday. Let's not do it. Oh, let's not do that. Oh, is there? Why 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 are you skipping past that? Oh you're talking about the, the the Liverpool game, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let, let's not do that.
0: Yeah, so uh, my team Liverpool we uh mm-hmm. uh unluckily we lost to Atletico Madrid 1-0 uh in Spain. It was a it was a weird performance. <laughs> yep. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I I didn't really I wasn't too angry about it. I'm not trying to downplay. It. I mean, mm-hmm. we lost 1-0. Uh you know, the referee he was uh, yeah. Hey, a, a little, a little bit suspect, but <laughs> I, I give credit to Atletico. I mean, they 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 had a great performance. That, right? that is
1: Simeone to a T, One to nil. a T, bro. And you lot didn't even have a shot on target, I believe. It was, so...
0: it, it, yeah, as I said, it was a difficult game. Uh, yeah, and but yeah, I mean, f- w- for Liverpool, especially the last eighteen months, it, it's kind of hard to like feel down when we lose a game because, especially in the Champions League, because mm-hmm. we've had this before. I mean, we had this last season. Obviously, it's not to the level as a four nil, yeah, a three 0 loss, but. Mm-hmm. we're coming back to Anfield I mean it's just such a, as you like you know I'm not blo- bloviating it's, it's a special it's a special special stadium mm-hmm. and on a European on European night, on a European <laughs> night bro you know it's just a different level of different, pressure it is it and is. we know Atletico Madrid they're gonna sit back <laughs> they're gonna sit their hell back and just you know try and go on the counter I think you know Jao yeah. Félix is back. I'm sure. He, I think he will be fit for the game.
1: I really want to see him play. Yeah, because as a football fan, you want to see you want to see the best players play. The best players and Correa and Morata. That, that's boring, man. Morata was. Oh my goodness. Uh, I I, I
0: see. I see why Chelsea fans hated him. Yeah. My
1: nah, goodness. How me. how can yeah? Conte's got blood on his hands for letting, <laughs> oh, Costa, yeah. letting Costa go for that guy. But Costa's crap as well when he plays oh, for them too. He, he's bad. So, um, yeah, no, at Anfield, we all know what's going to happen. Deep down, deep down, as much as it pains me, I know you lot are going to win. Yes. It, even, if, even, if, even if it's like 1-0 in the 93rd minute, bloody, bloody Joe Gomez or someone will score. Yeah. Like, it, that's the thing is, your heroes have not even been your stars. If you look at against Dortmund, it was Lovren. Yeah. Um, Barcelona, it was Origi and Winaldo. So I, I just know you lot are going to yeah, go and win it's a weird it. one. <laughs> I know you lot are going to go and win it, so... I can't even get onto you too tough
0: yeah so like, I, I do think we will go through but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a bloody tough game 100% and you know as uh, as I was trying to say before you rudely interrupted me uh, <laughs> there was another game the other English team in Tottenham Hotspur they played yep. Leipzig mm-hmm. um, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium Leipzig won yep. 1-0 through a Timo Werner penalty, penalty. and it was a very yep. exciting match mm-hmm. you know both both chances there was chances for both teams Yep. And you know, what do you th- could, could do? You think Tottenham could you know come back
1: in in Germany? Um, they can because it's only a one-nil deficit. So, of course they can, but whether they will, I don't know. Because as we speak, they just lost two-one to Chelsea today. Yep. And like without Kane and Son, like their attack looks so depleted. And even in that game, Deli Ali did not play well. Like they played so much better when. Um, against Leipzig when Deli came off. Yeah. And Deli did not start against Chelsea either. So it seems like Mourinho's about to throw him under the bus as he does all the time. Doesn't back his players. So <laughs> I I d I don't know like where if it's not Mora or Bergwin, I don't know where they're gonna get goals from. And Timo Werner's always gonna be a threat. And their um their defence isn't playing well and Leipzig defended really well, especially um Ethan and Padu. Uh, yes. In the first leg, obviously Chelsea Loney. So, Chelsea Loney. yeah, he's he had a good game. So, I it would not surprised me if they go through, but it wouldn't surprise me if they don't go through either. Because this is Tottenham we're talking about. <laughs>
0: yeah, we have to we have to keep this in context. This is Tottenham Hotspur we're talking about. I mean, they're not. I mean, they had a great comeback last year, but they're not known for being winners. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah, you could say uh, Leipzig were you know unlucky to not you know go back to Germany with a two. 2-3 nil lead I mean they had yeah. a lot of chances Hugo Lurie was unbelievable made great saves mm-hmm. so you know Leipzig could feel a little bit hard done by but hard they are by, yeah. they are taking an advantage back to Germany and you know mm-hmm. it, it could be a big one and you know the the last game that we saw was Atalanta yeah. versus Valencia one Valencia. that one, one that went you know under the radar a bit but mm-hmm. the highest scoring match so far yeah. of the number yeah. of
1: stages four one Four one, yeah. It was yeah. It was. Uh, Atlanta were pretty dominant. Like yeah, Valencia weren't great. I, I I don't like Valencia. I'm not gonna lie. We we played them last year in the Europa League. Ugh, I, I tell you about that team. They like they have no source. <laughs> when, when you look at their team, like you got man like like Condobia. Like what what's that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, but... B- big up Atlanta for winning 4-1 at home so sh- that should pretty much be the tie it's the happy. tie done
0: and you know Valencia I mean they lost 3-0 today I mean yeah, they they are not that good I mean they lost 3-0 to Real Sociedad they sit mm-hmm. you know they're 8th in La Liga that's what I'm saying they're 8th I mean they had a you know a good season last year but they're, they're one of those teams that's kind of up and down and Atalanta are a dark horse because you look at the league in mm-hmm. you know, Syria, they are fourth in the league. Yeah, they've scored 63, bro. They've scored 63 goals this season. Yeah, they they, they did score a lot of goals. You know, they have the biggest home win this season. Mm-hmm. They beat Udinese 7 1. They have yeah. the biggest away win. They beat mm-hmm. Torino 7 0. 7 0. Yeah, I mean, they're just their goals galore. And you know, could they, you know, maybe you know, spell an upset? in the champions league i don't know but you know it's going to be an exciting game with atalanta and oh yeah for sure you know they they're probably going to go to quarterfinals i think it's pretty safe to say that and you know even if they do get knocked out i mean for a team where this is their first champions league campaign in their history Mm -hmm. and to go to the quarterfinals i mean you just have to give props to atalanta they look like they're going to come back next season
1: yeah no, nah, you do have to give them props and they've got a couple of decent players like obviously you can't go farther than Papu Gomez Yeah. yeah he's but the only thing about them is that they're aging that's the thing like if you look at like their best players are probably Gomez and Ilicic and I believe they're both like 32, 33 yeah they're so... 32 yeah but yeah no, nah, I do like what they're doing like there Um in Atlanta and it'll be interesting to see whoever they get in in the quarterfinal it'll be an entertaining game because They'll get a like a better team than Valencia for sure, so it'll be a good time.
0: Yeah, and um, you know, moving on from the Champions League, we had you know it's a Saturday we're recording. We, uh, there was um, mm-hmm. six Premier League games today, and you're know, just just yep. gonna go through kind of briefly. We had the first game, Chelsea versus Tottenham. Like we said before, Chelsea did mm-hmm. beat you know Tottenham two one. We saw yep. you know one of your one of your favorite players, in Olivia Giroud. You know, score the <laughs> opening goal. <laughs> yeah, it was a great. He does finish. have a goal against
1: Tottenham, though. Yeah, what w- a, w- a great finish! I-, I, I can't even hate. Great finish. And you know, we saw Mark Alonso score. You
0: know, someone that's been uh, hated by Chelsea fans for the last two years. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. He scored the second
1: goal. Another great finish. I mean, he does have that in his locker.
0: Yeah, but we he, haven't really um, seen it.
1: <laughs> um, shout out, Joshua. Joshua said, "If he was, if he was a forward, he'd be Salah because he's greedy." <laughs> and he just he just looks to score goals. I don't get me wrong, that's no offence to Salah, but it's just that mentality. Yeah, yeah, and, I, I can't even I can't deny And that. He, he, he he's he's a he's a decent win back. Like they played a back three today and when you play him at win back he's not bad. If you play him in a flat back four, finished. And he also hit the bar today from a free kick. Yes. The guy can yes, he did. he's probably the best free kick taker in the league. So yeah, no, big up, big up number three. Yeah, <laughs> number three as as our friends like to call him
0: and yep. uh, you know Tottenham did get a, a consolation goal through Antonio Rudiger own mm-hmm. goal in the 89th minute but it wasn't enough Chelsea goal four points clear of Tottenham in fourth yep. mm-hmm. and um, you know they look to as they look to show up that fourth spot We got Burnley versus Bournemouth mm-hmm. Burnley winning 3-0 we 3-0. see Matt, uh, Vidra Matted Vidra scoring for the second consecutive game mm-hmm. and we saw we see Jay Rodriguez and Dwight McNeil round up the scoring and Bournemouth yep. You know, after a few, you know, quite, you know, good seasons in the Premier League, they're, in they're looking in danger now. Like, they're this is massive trouble. danger.
1: Yeah, they're in big trouble. It, it wouldn't surprise me if they go down. And I quite like Bournemouth, but yeah, they're in big trouble. They need to. It's crazy because their players, they, they just haven't been. Callum Wilson and um, Ryan Fraser were good last season. Very good. Uh, but this season, they're just not it. The whole team is. How can you use 3 to Burnley? <laughs> and the Burnley. Weird,
0: yeah, the weird thing is, it's like, you, you would expect this from a team in the Premier League that's kind of like, lost some of their key players. Mm-hmm. But Bournemouth haven't everyone. lost key players. I mean, like, Callum Wilson was was linked to Chelsea two, uh, mm-hmm. a, a year ago, a couple of years ago. He stayed. Ryan Fraser, yeah. linked to Arsenal, you know, last yeah. year he stayed. Mm-hmm. I mean, Josh King... I mean Flippin Man United Went in You know This uh, In the Last month He stayed Mm -hmm. And They're 16th now They're 2 points They're 2 points Ahead of uh, West Ham Ham, In the relegation zone But West Ham Have a game in hand Mm -hmm. Against Liverpool so, uh, mm-hmm. Bournemouth will be staying two points ahead of West Ham. <laughs> for uh, sure. Because, uh, yeah, there's no way in hell that West Ham is going to get a result against mm-hmm. us. No way. No way. But, yeah, and um, you look at some of the other um, relegation candidates. South Ham- well, not Southampton, but they beat a relegation candidate in Aston Villa 2-0 today. Shane mm-hmm. Long yep. and Stuart Armstrong scoring for Southampton. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after the 9-0 loss against Leicester, I mean... yeah. I I think we pretty much thought that S- S- uh, Southampton were done, Ralph Hassan Hutter was
1: done. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Nine nine nil. This is the biggest Premier League win ever. That's nine 0 That's crazy. But to be fair to them, they've plucked up their ideas and Danny Yings, former Liverpool, yep. banging in the goals, mate. He, he banging in the goals. Yeah, so he, he's basically kept them mid table, if I'm being honest. And yeah, yeah. they're pretty they're pretty much safe. Yeah, they're um yeah, they're
0: twelfth in the table. They're they're level points of view. Oof, yeah, it's a bit mad. Yeah. But you obviously yeah. got a game in hand. But yeah. you know Danny Ings. You know he did play for Liverpool, and I, I I don't see I don't know any Liverpool fan that's not just extremely happy for Danny Ings because mm-hmm. he had two devastating injuries with us. Yeah, I mean when we signed him, I was happy because you know this was a good young player. He just mm-hmm. came off a great season with Burnley. Burnley. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing him play, and then he just got two. Just like destructive injuries, I but know. he's back. You know, scoring goals consistently. I think he's he's got fourteen goals in the league so far. Mm-hmm. It's been unbelievable. Um, uh, looking at the other game, Sheffield United drew one one with Brighton. Brighton and Hove Albion. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sheffield United has been having an unbelievable season. They're sixth. Yep. Level. their level on points with with Tottenham. Four points behind Chelsea. Yeah. I mean, do do you think they could? You know, let's say Man City. You know. Their ban mm-hmm. is is they, they their their ban is upheld. Yeah, could you see them getting you know not
1: Champions League but Europa League football? Could you see them getting that? Oh, I thought they're very close to almost guaranteeing Europa League football at this point because um, they're sixth at the moment. Yeah, and if if Champions League if if um, Man City are banned in the Champions League, I believe eight will get you Europa League. Yeah, well, if um it, so, they they're fighting for Champions League at this point. They're they're, if fifth fifth is a Champions League spot at the moment yes. with Man City being banned, and their joint amount of points with Tottenham, yeah, yeah to,
0: to, Tottenham are fifth because they have a higher uh, goal difference. Goal,
1: yeah, exactly. So they're right there. So that's a crazy that they're playing Champions League football last season, and they're gonna be playing in Europe next by the looks of it. So yeah, yeah one of the big biggest up jumps,
0: yeah, big up Chris Wilder and the whole Sheffield United squad. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Crystal Palace today they beat. In a big win, they beat Newcastle one 0 Patrick Van and Holt, you know, scoring free kick. A free kick, and yeah. Crystal Palace they sit thirteenth in the table. Newcastle are fourteenth. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are just two teams that are just they they they're gonna be safe. They're just yeah. you know wallowing in the table. I mean, there's nothing really to mm-hmm. say about Crystal Palace and Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle. And um, yeah, and t- today's you know late fixture, late kick off mm-hmm. Leicester City versus Man City, and this was a you know a big fixture for for both yeah. teams. Leicester could have. Mm-hmm you know, gone, you know, one point behind C if they did win, but yeah. Man City ended up winning, you know, for Gabriel Jesus, uh, goal in the 80th minute. And mm-hmm. do you think this has any significance for Man City? Really?
1: In the nah. grand scheme of things? Nah, it doesn't. Cause they're, they're going to finish in the top four. They're going to finish probably second anyway. Like yeah. they're several points clear. They've, they've done the double over Leicester. They're seven points clear of them. Um, the only thing yeah they're pretty much guaranteed to finish second and they just gotta fight that appeal against UEFA and we see what happens from there but in terms of the grand scheme of things that doesn't really do much
0: yeah I mean they're they're currently 19 points behind Liverpool Mm -hmm. who play on Monday against West Ham and you know we do have a few games tomorrow my United are facing Watford Mm Wolves are facing Norwich and you're facing Everton Arsenal yeah. facing Everton. what is your prediction for that game?
1: Um I'm gonna go for Arsenal win, of course. I believe we will win. they we've had to get three clean sheets in a row. I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna go two 0 Two 0 Yeah.
0: I mean Everton are, are not bad right now, I mean.
1: They're not, but I'm I'm quietly confident and every the thing is every time we am confident this team lets me down. So <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say two one. <laughs> Yeah, it's two-one it? now. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll give Calvert Lewin a goal. He's he's gonna get goal against us. As he always does. I hate that guy. I feel like he's uh, he's such a uh, he's such a Premier League striker. Like, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. way to put him. <laughs> like, no source whatsoever. But the guy scores. But he just gets the goals. Exactly. Like, uh, he he's not even better than Moise Kean anyway. But, he's not. Um,
0: but you know, this this Premier League is a weird one.
1: Yeah, it is. So uh currently we we beat we did beat Newcastle last week four 0 Yeah, all of our front four scoring Erzo, Lacar, Pepe, and Abamyang. Yes, they did. So, um, and we've kept three clean sheets, three three clean sheets in a row. Mustafi playing football. My God, David Luiz playing all right. Leno, he's Leno's one of the best goalkeepers in the league at the moment. At the Guys, moment,
0: yes, but you know before we give an uh. An automatic, uh, not an automatic, but before we give him too much credit, I mean, you uh-huh. have you have to you have to have a, just a good season. Because yeah,
1: yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Like yeah, no, no, no. He's he, he's not Edison Allison. Yeah, but yeah. He's, he's right below them. Yeah, yeah
0: like, he's he's that tier below. Yeah, I do agree. That. Yeah,
1: and because especially with how bad Loris and the Gea have been, and I don't want to talk about Kepa. Oof. I I don't, I don't even need to. Uh, yeah we could just leave him to the side yeah yeah. yeah. so um, yeah no I feel like he's up there so he's kept three key- three free key- sheets in a row we won away at Olympiakos on Thursday Lacazette getting another goal back to back but Kayo Saka with another assist another one a great one so one. yeah very very good one so I'm quietly confident and we have a good record it's at the Emirates so we have a good record against Everton at the yeah. Emirates we beat them two last season um, yeah I'm pretty pretty confident we should we should take all three points. We need to anyway. Yeah, yeah, and you you do cuz you know you are 11th right now and mm-hmm. you
0: you do need some points up on up onto the board and yep. you know, there's a lot of good football tomorrow there's a lot of good basketball over the next few days and yes. you know it's been an informative one today you 100% know. And you know everyone, thanks for listening. Obviously, last week it means a lot to us. Hope you mm-hmm. continue listening because we're going to continue, you know, doing this. And you know we do we do enjoy it. I love it. Yeah. So um, thanks for listening, guys. And you know we will see you uh, next week.
1: Thanks for listening, guys. Catch you next week.
0: Episode three.